Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and this is Jeremiah. Hey, everybody. Hey, Lorraine. Hey, Jeremiah. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I am. I am well. It's been a long week, but uh, good. You know, a lot of stuff going Mm -hmm. on. You know that. A lot of family stuff. Yep. Yep. So, but we're all healthy, which is a blessing. That's good. Right? So. Yes. 100%. Everybody who's out there, we uh, I'm going to start from the get-go. Thank you for being with us. I don't want to uh, start in our conversation and bypass everyone. <laughs> so That's welcome. never happened. Yeah, no, never. So welcome. <laughs> uh, we are in uh, episode 49.1. Uh, we skipped mm-hmm. over two episodes, not skipped over, but two numerically we, st- we skipped over because I took two days off. And uh, get, and then uh, Jeremiah and I are going to start Revelation today. So we wanted to start together fresh uh, mm-hmm. because we thought this is a big book, right? Yes. It's like. Yes, it's a big. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a big book in the sense that uh, and we'll read it in the first chapter where they, when, it, when it talks about handling of Revelation and, and sharing and teaching. Um, and we want to remind everybody, like, we're not biblical scholars. We haven't taken any Bible classes. We don't know Greek. Uh, we don't know Hebrew. So we're not in this, uh, we're not going to interpret revelation. How's that? Um, we're going to read it like we always do and highlight what God calls us to highlight, um, and allow people that are actually, know the Greek and, and know the history and uh, our scholars kind of handle revelation as far as interpreting what everything means. But we just want to read from it and grow in our relationship with God and take what we can from it. Exactly. That's exactly right. We don't want to, we don't want to lead anybody. Uh, it misdirect anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we just want, and, and uh, it just popped into my head again, and I know I refer to uh, Dr. David Jeremiah a lot because uh, he's he's seasoned and well versed in his uh, biblical studies. He is like to me the he knows his end times backwards and forth. There's actually a book that's called After the Rapture that he wrote, and I haven't read it. My sister was uh, in the middle of it. But she was saying that this is the book that you buy for anybody you know who might not be saved or who's not a believer or is on the tipping off stage or whatever. This is the book. You wrap it up in a brown paper bag or a brown paper, whatever, mark on it. You know, if I'm gone after the rapture, open this up. (laughs) This is going to tell you what you need to do. (laughs) So this is a book by David Jeremiah. But my point is... Find somebody who is credible, who can actually explain this stuff to you. Because uh, right. I was telling Jeremiah earlier, I've actually read through, in the last two years, I've read through Revelations probably, I, I'm going to say definitely four times, maybe five. And um, mm-hmm. and one of them was with Ed Newton from Community Bible Church. He, he did it last summer, I think it was. Um, yeah, I think so. And it's all to me very, it's spot on. You know, there was nothing that, I think he said everything that was, you know, obviously correct to me, I guess. 
but uh, go to somebody who knows what they're talking about. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. we are literally just here to read our Bible. And, you know, if God puts on something from you know, my heart to highlight, this is all what I'm reading or what Jeremiah is reading. It's not, you know, it's not the end all. In. I'm not going to tell you what the lampstands mean. I'm not going to tell you, you know, what... I don't know for sure. So right, yeah, right. Well, there's still valuable lessons taken we can take and apply to our daily life. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, there's so much in this book that that can really help us uh, just grow in that that relationship with God, which is ultimately what what we're trying to do. We are literally just getting to have a better relationship with God, uh, and you know. We're just doing, we're being obedient. Read your Bible, do what it says, you know? Right. I can't get to it right now, but maybe we can post it on our website. Uh, Sharon just shared something with me. There were like seven, seven things you should be doing as a Christian or something like that. Uh, and I can't mm. remember what they are, but it was like, the first one is read your Bible. Pray, read your Bible, you know, uh, you know, start to do what it says, you know, put it in your life. And anyway, there was like five yeah. or seven different things. Uh, I'll figure it out later, but we'll get that out to you guys. It was just, good okay. stuff. So, <clears throat> anyway, <sighs> good stuff. Uh, so yeah, today we start revelation, everybody. I mean, we are at the end of the new Testament. I mean, this is like amazing to me, mm -hmm. right? It's taken us. Yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome, right? It'll uh, be almost a year that we did this. Yeah, October first, right? Mm -hmm. so, I'm sure did. And Sharon asked me today. She's like, "So, what are you guys going to do now?" And I'm like, "Start the Old Testament." <laughs> yeah, we'll just <laughs> get right into it. Get start the ball rolling all over again. So. Uh, for anybody out there, real quick, and we'll probably say this again, I was so afraid to read the Old Testament. I thought I, there is no way I'm going to be able to grasp this. There's too much. There's too many big, you know, words. You know, the to the pronunciation. Uh, you know, I am so thankful that I have been reading the Old Testament. I really am. I'm so thankful. And we've been doing. It's taken us two years. And we're only in Second Chronicles. It's, so it's taken us two years to get... We're not even halfway through the Old Testament, which is fine. Right. Um, I'm just blessed. There's so much rich history uh, of the, the Jewish... Um, their, their whole history is just so amazing to me. And their history with God. It's so cool. So... It's, it's very cool. And I'm going to borrow, I'm going to borrow from another podcast that, that I listen to and it's called the Bible project. And uh, it's these two guys and they do an excellent job. One is a, a biblical scholar. And uh, what they do is they create uh, videos to go along with their study. And they, they really, they break down the Bible. I mean, their, their goal is to make it understandable and they do. I love them. Excellent job. The Bible Project. Go look them up. They have a website. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, they have podcasts. They have videos on YouTube. I mean, it's excellent stuff. And I get I get some of my stuff from them. And, and one of the things that 
that they talk about is the Bible being the complete story uh, of Jesus, essentially. I, I don't, I don't remember what their their line is, but they say it every time. And in essence, the Bible is walking you through of who God is and really who Jesus is, so that we get to Jesus and we understand uh, Jesus' purpose, uh, his reasons, and everything that he's done for us. And so. It's one complete story from beginning to end. And so I like the way they put that. And um, some of the stuff that I say or some of the stuff that, that I hear from them, I do try to bring along because it's, it's really, really good stuff uh, what that particular podcast does. I'm going to yeah. have to go take a look at that. <clears throat> oh, it's great. It's great. They have like videos. The videos are great because they're really short. The podcast, which is great, is them figuring out what the video is going to be. So they're basically talk, they're talking out the blueprint so you get to hear the whole story instead of just what they put in the video. So when you say like a video, are they doing like what, uh, oh shoot, what is that? The Chosen, is it like that? Like they're actually enacting, like they are they reenacting stories in the Bible or are they just the two of them talking or what is it? It's animation. Yeah, so whatever oh. they're talking about, uh, like the holiness of God. Okay. Uh, you know, they, they, they've got a video on the holiness of God, and it's just a video. It's an animation helping bring a point the cross of what they're saying. How cool is that? Um, oh, yeah, it's very that. cool. Very. Oh. And, and if it's if, if they're talking about Noah or Jesus' crucifixion, yeah, then the animation is animating the scene, whatever it may be. But um, it's good stuff. You know, when you said that this is the story of Jesus— and people don't realize, and I think we've mentioned this before, there is so much Jesus in the Old Testament that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't even realize it. And it all comes back to him. Um, and so when I said that Revelation is such a big book, I don't mean it's in, you know, text-wise it's not a big book. It's, it's the end. It's the end of the story. You know, this is what we've been leading to all along. And so when we say it's a big book, it's like this has a lot of impact and it has a lot of uh, reference. And there's like so much information, especially about these end times. Right. So that's why we don't want to make that mistake of saying something wrong. I don't think that we can because we're doing what God's telling us to do. So I think we're being obedient by reading it and by respecting it enough to say we don't know everything. But we're just going to give you what our interpretation is and what we feel God is telling us. And that I think that's the way to do it, you know, and, yeah. and leave it up to those people that do know what they're talking about, who have been educated in it. And they, you know, maybe one day I'll, I, I will get to that point. You know, maybe I will mm-hmm. get to become that scholar. I, I hope I do. I really do. I hope I get smarter and smarter with this. Um, but. I think we've also talked about, I think I've mentioned again, I go back to David Jeremiah. We are in the beginning of the birth pains of the end times. I think that we are starting, you know, if you're if you're paying attention, you know, there are things that are indicating, and we're going to read about it in, in this coming up, but, you know, the one world order, the one world religion, the one world, uh, you know, um, politics you know it's all about one world and they're one one monetary system mm-hmm. you know these are mm-hmm. things that you really as christians we need to be on target for 
and very sensitive to and keep your eyes open because things are happening and it's happening faster than I ever thought it was going to happen. So yeah, that's crazy. It really is. So you, you really need to be on point and reading through this is going to be an interesting scenario. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little nervous, but I'm really looking forward to it. So this is like my fifth or sixth time reading through revelation. So it, yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be good. Uh, and we're blessed as always. We're blessed to be able to lead this Bible study and, we're just thankful that you got to to join us today. So, uh, so I guess we should dive right in, right? Sure, sure. Uh, not to cut us short, but I know uh, I know you got stuff <laughs> happening on your end of the world, and so do I. I got stuff going on here. So, but we don't ever have uh, not enough time to sit down and read God's word. So this is yes, this is what we're here for, and we take out that time to do it. So. Um, do you want to open us up in prayer? I would love to. Cool. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, provider, comforter, Lord, uh, we come before you now and are so very thankful for the opportunity that we have uh, today to uh, continue on reading through the Bible, Lord, and uh, I know that uh, Revelation is, um, as we talked about, a, a, a quote-unquote big book. But ultimately, Lord, what what we're asking for is just, uh, as we do every time, is guidance and wisdom, Lord, as we read through this. And we ask for the Holy Spirit to help us pick out the things that uh, will really uh, affect us and, and be able to to translate to everybody that's listening, Lord. We're thankful for every listener out there uh, following us on this journey. And my prayer is that they stick to it. And we're almost done with the uh, New Testament, Lord. And I pray a special blessing on all of those who are, are on this path and on this journey with us, that ultimately they are growing in a relationship with you. Uh, 100% Lord. We thank you for Christ who died on the cross for our sins so that we can grow in that relationship, Lord. And we pray a blessing over this time in Jesus name. Amen. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way in Jesus name. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. All right. Yay. Yeah. Very excited about this. I really am. This is, uh, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, Lord, give us the right you know, direct us in this and, you know, reveal to us what exactly it is that you want us to, to understand out of this, this last book. And my friend Sharon, she did the same thing. She was praying over us because I told her, I said, you know, we need a little bit of guidance here. <laughs> and so, yes, yeah, yes, it's all about God. So, mm -hmm. all right, I'm putting down my readers. And I'm actually going to read the overview for everybody because I want everybody to be on the same page as us. So uh, the overview is, this tells, well, actually, if you go backwards a little bit, it tells you that John the Apostle is the one who wrote this. Uh, and then it was written in uh, 95 AD, AD 95. And the purpose is to encourage believers to remain faithful to Jesus Christ and to give them hope that they will ultimately be victorious. And that's what 
Revelation is. This is about the victory that God has. We we already know that. We, we You hear Christians say it all the time. You know, we all know the end of the story because here it is. Right. This is the end of the story. We know what ultimately is going to happen. So. so the overview is John's opening words provide the theme for this book. This is a revelation from Jesus Christ in all his power and holiness, majesty and justice. John is commanded to write seven letters, each containing a message of rebuke or reassurance to seven first century churches in Asia Minor. The Lord of the church knows the condition of the church. Like a skilled physician, he diagnoses the sin or adversity that must be dealt with if each congregation is to overcome rather than be overcome in the evil day. <clears throat> All right. So episode 49.1, this is Revelation uh, chapter 1. This is a revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants the events that must soon take place. He sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant, John, who faithfully reported everything he saw. This is his report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. God blesses the one who reads the words of this prophecy to the church, and he blesses all who listen to its message and obey what it says, for the time is near. <clears throat> John's greeting to the seven churches. This letter is from John to the seven churches in the province of Asia. Grace and peace to you from the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, from the sevenfold spirit before his throne, and from Jesus Christ. He is the faithful witness to these things, the first to rise from the dead and the ruler of all the kings of this world. All glory to him who love us and has freed us from our sins by shedding his blood for us. He has made us a kingdom of priests for God his Father. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Look, he comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him even those who pierced him, and all the nations of the world will mourn for him. Yes, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, beginning and the end, says the Lord. I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come, the Almighty One. Vision of the Son of Man. I, John, am your, I am your brother, and your partner in suffering and in God's kingdom and in the patient endurance to which Jesus calls us. I was exiled to the island of Patmos for preaching the word of God and for my testimony about Jesus. It was the Lord's day and I was worshiping in the spirit. Suddenly I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet blast. It was, I'm sorry, it said, Write in a book everything you see and send it to the seven churches in the cities of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Hope I said all those correctly. I think you did. <laughs> Thank you. When I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw seven gold lampstands. 
and standing in the middle of the lampstand stands was someone like the son of man he was wearing a long robe with a gold sash across his chest his head and his hair were white like wool as white as snow and his eyes were like flames of fire his feet were like polished bronze refined in a furnace and his voice thundered like mighty ocean waves he held seven stars in his right hand and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth and his face was like the sun in all its brilliance when i saw him i fell at his feet as if i were dead but he laid his right hand on me and said don't be afraid i am the first and the last i am the living one i died but look i am alive forever and ever and i hold the keys of death and the grave write down what you have seen both the things that are now happening and the things that will happen this is the meaning of the mystery of the seven stars you saw in my right hand and the seven gold lampstands the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches all right i could have highlighted the whole thing i know <laughs> seriously i mean i'm sitting there going holy cow this is a lot yeah so, this is a lot <clears throat> um where did you start out um <laughs> I, I kind of started out in verse two yeah um how about you i started in he sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant john who faithfully reported everything he saw yeah uh this is the report I, of the word of god and the testimony of jesus christ yeah i highlighted who faithfully be who faithfully <laughs> reported everything he saw yes i'm going to underline that so we know this is from john Mm -hmm. And he's saying he faithfully reported exactly what he saw. So Yeah. Uh, I also highlighted three. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was pretty important. So I feel like as the readers, us, you and I, I feel like he's mm -hmm. blessing us by being obedient for reading this out to the church, right? Yeah. Yeah. For, for reading it and then doing what it says and doing what he says yep yeah all right so 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 far we're doing good yeah <laughs> we're on the same page we are uh all right i'm just gonna say this out loud i highlighted all of four through eight so you're gonna uh, have i knew choose. well i <laughs> i knew that you were gonna i didn't highlight seven I don't know why. I was just like, I think she's going to highlight that. So I didn't highlight that. <laughs> I did because um, that's that song. Uh, what's that song? Riding on the clouds. I can't remember the name of it, but we used to sing it at the church. Remember? No, I'm not good with songs. Behold, he comes riding on the clouds. I can't remember all the words. Sounds good. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> singing in the choir for a short period of time anyway uh what so where did you start in that did you start at four 
Oh yeah, with grace and peace to you from the one who is, who always was, and he and who is still to come from the sevenfold spirit before his throne and from Jesus Christ. Uh, he is a faithful witness to these things, the first to rise from the dead and the ruler of all the kings of the world. Just kind of introducing who, who he believes God is and who he believes Jesus is. Yeah. And, you know, this is and he's coming. Peace from. So this is peace from God and it's peace mm-hmm. from Jesus is what he's telling right. us. This is, you know, just kind of a greeting. And then he's giving glory to God. Right. Mm-hmm. He's giving him praise and worship. All glory to right. him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by shedding his blood for us. Um, and then this this is the thing that the reason why I highlighted seven was because the, it says look, he comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him, even those who pierced him, even the ones that didn't believe he was the Messiah. Everybody's yeah. going to everybody's going to see Jesus when he comes back. Riding on the clouds, because that's what we're looking for. Right. Everybody's going to see Jesus all over the world. I don't know how that works. I don't know. But you know what? God is bigger than I am, and he can do whatever he wants. So. Yeah. Amen. He's going to reveal himself to everybody. Even if you're not a believer, he's going to be out there, and you're going to see him. So. Um, And then I did eight. Did you do eight? Right. I did. I Go did. Ahead. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. The, I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come. The yep. Almighty One. Yep. I mean, that's who God is. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. So. Yes. Uh, that's kind of cut and dry, I think, all of this. So. Pretty um, much. Then we go into uh, nine. I didn't really highlight anything in there. I did highlight uh, that he was exiled to the island of Patmos Mm -hmm. uh, for preaching the word of God and for uh, his testimony about Jesus. So it's not as if, you know, so, okay. So maybe I think maybe we need to back up just for a second. So for anybody who doesn't know who John is, uh, John wrote the fourth, Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So he wrote the fourth book of the Bible, the first four. But I believe John was one of the first apostles as well, right? Right. Okay. So everybody out there, we all know that John was one of the original apostles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and then... No, that's good. That's good. Well, you know... Sometimes I, I do this with our other Bible study with Sharon. Sometimes I got to back up the truck a little bit because I forget uh, certain details. So right, right. There's a lot to remember in in this Bible. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. So this is you know this is someone who was there uh, when Christ was during Christ's ministry was there at his death and resurrection, and is someone that. You know, when the Son of Man, he, even though later on in the in the verses he explains what he saw, which is what he was commanded to do, but he knows who Jesus is physically and spiritually. Correct. Correct. And it just popped into my head. So again, you know, God is just revealing things to remind us that when Jesus was dying on the cross, he said to his mother, you know, this is your son. And he... And, John, 
you know, John, this is your mother, mother, mm -hmm. this is your John, this is your son. So John took over taking care of Mary. Right. So that right. that's another thing. So so John was pretty big in the whole ministry of Jesus, the beginning parts mm -hmm. of this. So it's not like this was just some, you know, fly by night apostle. This was somebody who was really important to Jesus. You know, right. he trusted John so much that he gave John, you know, charge over his mom. So, mm -hmm. you know, to put it in a, you know. That's a good point. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Let's not beat a death. We're not going to beat that horse to death. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so I went into uh, 10. It was the Lord's day, and I was worshiping in the spirit. Suddenly, I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet blast. I highlighted that. Yeah, did I you did do too. anything more than that? Uh, I I highlighted he was worshiping in the spirit, and then he heard a loud voice like a trumpet blast. Just it's, you know, he was in the middle of what he was supposed to be doing, worshiping, and it it just it took hold of him like. Something extremely loud. Yeah. Like physically loud. Well, and this is the other thing that kind of just pinged on me. Stuff is, it, it can happen just like that. Like one mm -hmm. second you're in the middle of doing what you're normally doing. And then all of a sudden you hear a trumpet blast like or a voice so loud, like a trumpet blast that it takes you off guard. You know? Right that we have no idea and God, and Jesus said it way back. He said, we don't know the hour, the day, the time, the year. We have no idea when any of this is going to come to fruition, but you need to be ready. Your heart needs to be ready. And the only way to get ready is by reading your Bible. So, mm -hmm. okay. So it says, so the voice says, and I didn't highlight this, but it says, uh, write in a book everything you see uh, and send it to the seven churches of Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I didn't highlight any of that, but no. I guess we could. Yeah. Um, and then I highlighted in 12, I saw seven gold lampstands. Which we know now are the seven churches that he's writing to. Correct. And uh, and in the middle of the lampstands was someone like the Son of God or Son of Man. Mm -hmm. So is it the Son of Man? It is, right? I, I, I do believe that. And I think the reason he says like is because he, he's appearing a little bit different than what his physical body was. Oh, um, okay. And so as he's explaining, and as he goes into, you know, 14 and 15 of, of what he looked like, he knew it was the son of man because I guess physically he kind of resembled him and that's how he knew it was Jesus. Okay. Right. Cause you can, you can see someone that's changed their hair or whatever, but you still know, oh, that's, you know, that's so-and-so. Yes. Yeah. So he has taken on a different physical appearance so yeah yeah okay and and we know and we know it's not god right because when we'll learn this in the old testament too but we we can't we can't see god physically because of his glory correct right it would it would it's not possible right 
So, so God wouldn't be standing in the middle of the lampstands. No, but we all know that Jesus is God. I mean, yes, incarnate. Yeah. So it's you know it's a little confusing, maybe. I don't know. You know that to wrap it can be. around it. Yeah, yeah. We can look at we can look at Jesus in his human form, but we can't look yes. at God in his spiritual form. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like when Moses saw him on better. the mountain, you couldn't look at him. Yeah. You couldn't see him. Yeah. Uh, I didn't highlight any of what he looked like. Did you do any of that? No. No. But I did highlight uh, he held in his, uh, he held seven stars in his right hand and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth and his face was like the sun in all its brilliance. I did highlight that. Did you? I didn't. Um, <clears throat> why did you highlight it? I think, and I don't know, but I think we've read this earlier that the word of God is like a two-edged sword, right? Yes, we have read that before. So I'm thinking that, and a sharp two-edged sword came from his mouth. He's speaking the word of God, I think. Is that, mm. am I wrong on that? I don't know. I don't think you're wrong. Because okay. it's a very vivid imagery of what he's seeing, and that yeah that that yeah that that I don't think you're wrong. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at my notes from other studies, and so I can get back. I like to that on, I can get back to that on Monday, maybe. Yeah, uh, and then I didn't highlight anything again until the end. The last verse. Did you get anything in between? I did. I highlighted what, what he said. Don't be afraid. Uh, because obviously hearing a loud trumpet and seeing this, someone would be afraid. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true. Uh, I am the I am the first and the last. I'm the living one, right? I died, but look, I'm alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys. That's just, again, it's confirming, hey, hey, I'm Jesus, and I'm God. And I'm I'm alive, even though you saw me die. But I'm here. I'm alive. I'm never going away. You know, it's just kind of a declaration and a confirmation of, of uh, you know, what, what John's looking at. Well, you know what? And I got to say, if I, if I was John and I was, uh, I was one of the original apostles and then I got to see this vision, I mean, how... Uh, comforting. I mean, I know you're hearing this loud trumpeting voice, and you know this person is standing there. That you, but that would be like a comfort that oh, holy cow, this really is real, and everything he said is true. You know, it's like mm -hmm. this is all coming, to, and I'm going to get to see the visions of what's to come. So I think that this is kind of cool. I, you know, that John got to see all this. And didn't when when Jesus was walking on uh, on the water to the boat, didn't wasn't that the first thing he said to them on the boat? He was like, "Don't be afraid." Yeah, right. Because they said, "Oh, is it a ghost or who is it walking on the water?" He's like, "Don't be afraid." Yeah. So it's kind of like the the word. Like if you know someone has said something before and you hear that, yeah, that's like an instant comfort too. Like, oh. 
you know, when I hear my wife's voice, right, saying something that she always says, it's like, oh, that's it's it's like a a, a comfort. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I never thought of it that way, but that, now that you said it, that's yeah, that's like an epiphany. That's true. Yeah, it just kind of popped in my head. And and if you go back uh, even further, I mean, you know, when they first. Uh, when when uh, the angel Gabriel comes to Mary, he says, uh, you know, do not yes. fear, do not be afraid. When uh, the shepherds were in the field, yes. he said, don't yes. be afraid. There's so many, and I don't remember the, the number, there's a, there's a count of how many times. Don't be afraid. You know, we're here not to, you know, we're just here to you know, give you comfort, to give you information, mm -hmm. to, you know, lead you in the right path. This is not about us trying to frighten you, you know, but I like the way you said that. Don't be afraid. That's right. It was, yeah. you know, like a child hearing his mother's voice. Exactly. You know? So that's cool. I like that. Um, did you do anything else? Not, not till the very end. Yeah. Yeah, the very last line is basically the seven yes. stars of the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven church, seven churches. Mm -hmm. So it sort of sets the uh, the stage of what we're going to be reading for the next, I don't even know how many chapters there are in Revelation, but it's kind of setting us a, a little bit of a preview of what we're going to be in for. Exactly. So, well, that was good. That was really good. I was worried for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See, worry about nothing, pray about everything. And that's there you uh, go. That's what God does for you. He will, he puts a covering over us. So, all right. Exactly. Well, yay. We can. One down. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I didn't even look. Did you see how many chapters there are in the book of like, Revelation? What do we got? I didn't look. Um, 22? 22, so we got 21 to go. 21 more days. There you go. All right, well, as always, uh, Jeremiah and I always give everybody the, uh, what, you want to stop? What, did I skip something? Well, I was, gonna, I was trying to calculate it. It's almost the 1st of October. I think we'll go a little bit into October. So it's almost a year. It's almost a year, yeah. We, so sorry to interrupt. That's you know. No, no, you're good. That uh, no, that's exactly what we were saying at the very beginning. That we think that uh, we we've been doing this for a year. Yeah. I and you know what? Kudos to everybody who hung in there. And you know what? If you didn't, if you if you jumped in, you've jumped out. You jump in, you jump out. That's fine. You know, they're all uploaded uh, to our whatever venue whatever platform you're able to listen to it so they should be all up there if they're not i guess yes. we should double check everything i know uh youtube has been a little sporadic but i i'm trying to get as many up there as i can but there's always a way to get to it so through yes. our website and we'll go back into that after we finish uh praying but uh yeah you go to our website and you can link onto it Right through Spotify, mm -hmm. uh, Apple, Google, all of that. All of that. Yeah. The only thing that you won't, the videos are what are hard to get to, and that's going to be on the YouTube. Right. Eventually. Which is we'll also, 
a link. Yeah, that's also a link on our website. Yeah. So I think uh, we'll talk about that later. Never mind. Okay. So <laughs> uh, as we always do every day, uh, if you have not made uh, Jesus Lord in your life, if you have not uh, committed to him, uh, we always give you the opportunity to do that. We are not the go-to. We're not the one, the, the catalyst. This is between you and God. This is between you and Jesus. But we will lead you in the prayer. And so if you would like to, we will uh, say the prayer and uh, give you that opportunity. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, uh, we always encourage you to take the next step. Uh, get to a church, get to a pastor, somebody who can help you to get to the next uh, level. Uh, get involved with a ministry. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. go ask questions. I mean, I'm sure you've got tons of questions. Uh, so that's what our encouragement is. And go live for life. Oh, and uh, mark it in your daily walk yes. Bible that today is your new new birthday in Christ. So it's a it's huge. It's a huge thing to to take that step. So uh, what were we talking about? How to connect with us? Did you want to give them that information on how to get to us? Yes. Uh, you can go to leapoffaithpodcast.org. That's our website. I mean, you'll find uh, links to YouTube and Apple and Google Podcasts and those things. Uh, you can email Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Check out our Facebook page, uh, Leap of Faith Podcast. And uh, we're almost ready with our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're almost ready with that. It's I'm still trying to get it connected, but uh, it's it's about ready to get to start being a little bit more active and things go on more on it. So yeah, yes, that's where we are. And then I don't know. Should we tell them that we're trying a different uh, recording venue so we might be able to actually go live on some instances right yes yes and so uh reach out to us if you would like to see a live podcast uh and and join us live and uh we'll be experimenting with that you know a little bit later on but that's that's on the horizon as well yeah so maybe like what we can do is po post it on our website or on our facebook page when we're going to go live so that people can tune in uh, and we are in two different time zones, so we'll probably have to do the Texas time zone. Uh, that's well, what I, I would think like a, like a Texas evening, maybe. Yeah. So it's more afternoon for you, and maybe we'll work it out. We we will work it out. Uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, you know, it's a it's a, like we always say, we're a work in progress. Uh, you know, we pray that God will send more and more listeners uh, our way, you know, as we get yep. a little more refined and a little more fine tuned. So 
it is what it is. God's working something. We don't know what. Yes. And, uh, yes. you know, we're, we've been doing it for a year. So obviously we're not giving up. Um, hopefully nobody else out there is going to give up on us either. So That's true. That's true. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do our little segment of the little things. Are we done with everything else? Yeah, I think so. I think so. We are. So I don't know if we've actually talked about this before. I know we... I broached this subject of the heart of worship. Have we talked about the heart of worship before? I, I, I don't know if we talked about it off recording or on recording, because I know we've talked about it, but I couldn't remember if we've done it. Uh, I think we did, didn't we? Because I talked about singing in church, or was that between us? I, honestly, I don't remember. I really don't remember. So... We're going to do okay. it again. So maybe <laughs> we should actually keep a diary of the little things. Maybe we should do that. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. we actually have, what, 52? We should have at least 52. If we've done, done this weekly for the last year, we should have 52 uh, different subjects that we've talked about, right? Am I on the, am yes. I on the right number? Yes. Yeah. Because I don't think Pretty we've really taken that. a day off, right? Not really. I yeah, not really. Far these last two days that I took off. Um, but... No, because if if I could make it, I know you still did it. So maybe you know I haven't been every week, but I think I've been most weeks. I there are like maybe three times that I think I did it by myself. Yeah. Seriously. So anyway, the point is that we've got at least fifty, forty nine or fifty subjects. So if we've repeated anything. <laughs> You know what? Maybe what we'll do for this uh, New Test, the Old Testament, was we'll start, we'll keep a log of what we're talking about. Maybe. You know, start to just take notes. Like, I don't yeah. know. We really should. We don't want to. You know. We'll try. We'll try something. I don't know how we're going to do it. And you know what? And if there's a subject that somebody wants to talk about, drop us an email. We'll be happy to, yeah. you know. You know, something lighthearted. We're not trying to be heavy or anything like that. We just, you know, it's just the little things. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So we're going to talk about the heart of worship. Maybe we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I am a firm believer that this is what God wants us to do. Um, you know, I, I do have a heart for worship. That's how I started out at CBC was joining the choir. Um I feel like in this day and age, I've noticed a lot of churches downsizing their mm. worship. Uh, I see a lot of churches, for whatever reason, they don't seem to be raising up a new generation of worship leaders. And, you know, that was one of the things. Oh, so the reason why I am talking about this is because uh, one of my old friends from the church, one of the old uh, leader, worship, not, he wasn't a worship leader, he was just a praise singer on the front line. Um, and I don't know if I'm allowed to use his name or not, so I can't say. I probably wouldn't, he, yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't think he would mind, but... The point is, today I was reading on my Facebook on hit on my Facebook feed. He was talking about how he had he started out at, at CBC. He loved the fact that he 
grew as a worship leader uh, under Ray and Amanda and all them. Um, and every church that he's gone to, because there was like this mass exodus out of CBC, um, mm -hmm. and he was sad because he couldn't recreate what he had at CBC because it was so special. What was going on mm -hmm. over at that church was so incredibly special. So this lady that he had at this church, he was talking to about this. She said, you know, isn't it amazing that God had the foresight to raise up so many worship leaders and knew exactly the right time to send them out into the world? It, it wasn't a matter of a sad thing. It was a good thing. He took all of these seasoned right. worship leaders and starting with these young kids who are now adults, you know, like Ray's kids and, you know, Amanda's mm -hmm. kids mm -hmm. and all these kids are, and now they're all out in the world. So, you know, they're out there doing what God wanted them to do. He started it at this one place and then, you know, it was like, like a dandelion, you know, you blow on the yeah. dandelion and it just, you know, went out. And I thought that's a great pers perspective. It was such a fresh perspective because I've been doing the same thing out here. I've been trying to get back to a church that does exactly that. And yeah. uh, it's not like that anymore. So, you you know, I guess I just felt like... So uh, it's up to you to get it started. I, I guess. You know, well, I tried doing that at, jo at Gabriel's school, and that fell flat. I was really well, sad. <laughs> What, maybe not you starting, but maybe influencing. I did try that I, somewhere. I know, I know that you did. Yeah. yeah. And I was really sad that I couldn't. And and I feel bad for poor Gabriel. But then on the same token, I said to Gabriel, I go, you know what? If you can't do it there, maybe you should start your own sh uh, band and start getting out there. And you know, so I did plant that seed yes. for him. So. But we want to raise up our kids to be worshipers because that's what God wants. He wants us to be praising and worshiping. We have talked yeah. about this because we were talking about this is practice. Praise and worship in this world is just practice for the next world. That's right. That's right. So, that. I mean, that's what you're going to be doing. You know, I don't think we're just going to be laying around, you know, playing harps or anything like that. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not that. Um, you know, and I, I do try to remember that um, the things that I do other than singing, because I don't I don't sing very well, but other things that I do, I I that's a form of worship, too, if I'm doing it unto the Lord. That is true. And uh, so, you know, I, I don't I know. We don't he's not. God doesn't care how well I sing or how bad I sing or whatever it is. Um, that's more of a thing I have about myself, but the things that I choose to do, I'm like, well, when I do think about it, it's like, well, if I'm going to do this, I should do this the best that I can because this is a form of worship as well. I think you're right. I think that whatever you're doing, as long as you're doing unto the Lord, that is a form of worship, you know, and if you're lifting it up to him, you know, whatever. I mean, you just started doing that etching thing right yes thing. you know if you're doing that for the lord that's your worship for him yeah you know it could be anything maybe you're a good plumber and you're going out and helping people 
with their plumbing, you know, or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever it is. It could be anything. Um, it doesn't have to be singing. It doesn't have to be playing an instrument. It could be painting. Right. You know, like, mm -hmm. uh, what's her name? Uh, Keely, who used to do the painting right. during worship service, you know? Mm -hmm. Have we talked about her? We used yeah, to have yeah, this yeah. girl who was an awesome artist. She would do that upside-down painting during one mm -hmm. of the songs or during the worship service, and then at the end of it, she'd flip it over, and there's this painting of Jesus, right? Yep. And that was just amazing, you know? That was cool. So, I mean, I've seen, you know, tons of stuff. Maybe you're a good athlete. You know, who knows? It could be anything. So God wants to be praised and worshiped. And, you know, this is what you know, David did it, you know, mm -hmm. dance like David. So, yep. yeah. So, but we want to teach our kids to be worshipers as well. 100%. So, you know, we, we have to set the example. Well, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. I think so. We did soup to nuts. So. What does that mean? Soup to nuts? <laughs> I think I've heard that before, but I don't know what that means. Oh, that's like an old saying. It's soup to nuts. The, uh, well, at least that's it's like a meal. All... Is yeah, that where you meal. start with soup and you end with nuts? Yeah, it's soup to nuts. I oh, got to okay. say, I, I come from an old world Italian family. <laughs> so that's okay. came from. But. We literally did courses, even during like a regular, it wasn't just Sunday dinner. Uh -huh. Like Sunday to Saturday, we would start out, we didn't start with soup, but we did a main course. We do salad, fruit and nuts, and dessert. So we did four courses every mm. night. Interesting. Yeah. But like during uh thanksgiving or christmas we would sometimes start with soup and then we do a main course there was salad there was fruit and nuts so soup to nuts gotcha just learn something new yeah, we were we were never formal it wasn't formal we just <laughs> we did I courses i don't know that's just the way i remember it i i if any of my brothers and sisters happens to be listening to this, and if I'm wrong on this, please feel free to email me at leapoffaithpodcast.org. <laughs> and let me know that I made a mistake. But that's the way I remember. And when I say dessert. Interesting. Okay, so dessert for us. like Okay, so I come from the seven kids, right? Big, uh -huh. big dippy Italian family. My mom would buy like the crappy cookies from like the A and P, you know, or whatever local grocery store you might have. So like those nasty right. little vanilla cookies with the crappy cream inside of them. That's what we got for oh. dessert. It's not like I she was those. doing like, huh? I love those. Oh no, they were nasty. No, we didn't get like <laughs> we didn't get Oreos. You know, we didn't get Nutter Butters. You know. We didn't get pecan tacks. Yeah. No, we didn't get any of that or whatever. Pecan sandies. Yeah. Oh, those are gross anyways. Yeah. So dessert wasn't like, you know, we weren't it wasn't getting, this big prepared cake or. No, there wasn't like chocolate ganache or whatever, all that kind of stuff or chocolate torts. Yeah. 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 Anyway. And there you go. Twice a week, sometimes three. 
hamburgers. Two, definitely hey. Tuesday, if I remember correctly from my brothers and sisters, Tuesdays and Saturdays for sure. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I, there's more to it. There's more to that. I, I'd love to give you more. <laughs> we, we, we should have a little thing about foods. I love food. I love food. We can do that too. Mm -hmm. we, yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Anyway, all right. Well, listen, okay. everybody out there, I know we've gone almost to an hour. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we don't know what time it is, morning, noon, or night, but we're just glad that you were able to take out time out of your day. So we thank you. And uh, God bless you. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you Monday. See you next week. Bye. Bye.